as I share about this special day, hopefully we can uh, find meaning that is brought to Valentine's Day. It's a day of remembering love. And then it's remembering it through a special way or statement, hopefully through a spiritual perspective. Unfortunately, in our society, uh, the spiritual emphasis on Valentine's Day has just about dissipated. And you just don't have that, that, that uh, spiritual, scriptural um, uh, perspective in it. But I want to try to change some, some thoughts on that. There. By the way, how many here uh, did anything special for Valentine's Day? One? Two, three, okay, I, I'm, I'm, three, Great. and and sadly, um, the, the meaning of it is what we're going to talk about, uh, it has really morphed into something of a party, uh, something uh, unscriptural, and as, as, we, as we dig into this a little bit, I want us to... Uh, peruse our minds and see uh, if we have any of, of, of these thoughts in our mind, and if uh, the Holy Spirit and through the Scripture, we can have some things revealed. Maybe we can have some change for some positive things in our, in our next uh, celebration of, of uh, Valentine's. Um, Valentine's Day first, and if I ask the question, I'm not going to do that, but I'll, I'll go and respond. I was going to ask it, but since I only had one person said they celebrate, I won't ask this question. Uh, Valentine's Day, Times Day, it's a day of remembering love, and, and it remembers it through a special way. And it, when I say this, I hope that through somehow today, some type of love was expressed. Now, by show of hands, uh, how many knew or uh, realized that this was reckoned at one day as a religious holiday? Okay, we have a handful. Okay. Interestingly enough, I didn't, uh, and I did some research, and uh, I, because the emphasis that I've always received has been um, a commercial perspective um, and an action of, of love through a gift and, and uh, kind of taking away what the, what the meaning is. I'm hopefully going to share that with you tonight since we are here on Valentine's Day, actually Valentine's night. So... Um, how does this holiday celebration bring meaning of love to you? Think about that for just a second. If anybody would care to uh, share, I'm, I'm, I'm here to listen to that. What kind of special meaning does, does Valentine's Day bring to you? When did this holiday originate and how? Why? Uh, I think you'll find some interesting things here, but in all, I, I want to turn this around to... Um, what spiritually uh, dynamic this holiday can be when, it's, when you think the dynamics of this room. Um, how does this holiday celebration bring meaning of love to you? Uh, what influences you to celebrate and recognize this? Well, some of you said, or most of you said, we don't celebrate it, don't recognize it. So I'm hoping that this may bring a, a new perspective of this, not commercially, but in a spiritual sense. Uh, is its meaning simply brought by telling love stories? I hope by this evening's time we have a fresh and perhaps a remembering of days, this day's significance. Now, unfortunately, this day may have been misrepresented by some naked babies with wings flying around with a bow and an arrow, and you may have seen that on pictures or TV. Um, what is the, the, the Valentine Day symbol? 
Okay, I got chocolate and I heard heart. Uh, any type of heart? Heart with arrow, but. Okay, what now? Pierce heart with an arrow. Pierce heart And I, what I think the significance I'm trying to bring out is what's its color? Okay. Now, uh, as, as we think this through, th- there's a real significance in this, okay? Um, what are the candies usually boxed in? Did you? Okay. Uh, why do you think that this is represented? Why the heart? Do we know the reason? I mean, okay, there's a love, but why are we celebrating this day as a love day and not May 25th? Okay, it's Valentine's. Say, okay, did you hear what she said? It's St. Valentine's Day, and that's very correct in that. And as, as I'm getting into this, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to uh, hopefully give a, 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 a spiritual emphasis perspective in this from this day forward here, as we, as we come to our holiday, sometimes things are so commercialized, we actually lose perspective of, of what um, these holidays are intended for. Um, the symbol brings the meaning of what life truly is, and I'll explain. From research back in the biblical days, doctors studied a depiction of what this significant inner organ looked like. Now, they didn't have x-rays back then. Uh, they discovered that the heart organ had two sides. Now, um, it had a left, it had a right side that are, call, are called ventricles. And that heart, as we look at it today, uh, through x-ray or actually um, through surgery, uh, that organ is very complex when you look at it. Well, how did it get to the shape of, of the shape that we see? Um, as it was being placed as a written teaching diagram, this design that th- these uh, uh, doctors made back in years and years and, uh, ago, it, it just didn't look right, and nothing was, was really good in, in its, in its uh, entirety. So what happened was they decided, you know, it has a, it has a two-part, uh, two-part session or segment in this, and it'll be easier just to take left ventricle, right ventricle, put those together, and then we can help explain this from now on. So it became a simplistic, simplistic way of, of defining what the heart is, and it was used as a diagram in some of their uh, medical studies, okay? Now, the red in, in our uh, study represented uh, the, the life of blood that is brought through that. That's why we see the red heart, okay, why the color red is, is the color that's it's represented here. Um, through, through, many, through many years, this symbol was brought forward representing love and life, which is depicted in so many forms on a card and candy boxes that we actually search for today. Uh, has anybody seen any green candy boxes today? I would... I didn't see any, but you, you never know with uh, the different um, perspectives nowadays. Uh, everywhere I went, it was everything was colored red, and, and that's significant for what we're studying tonight. As the focus of this day is love, I'd like to also highlight the significance of the truest love that can be out there. As we begin this evening, I want to share a perspective of sayings from men and women of influence as they quoted 
uh, relationships of what love was. Think about these as I share them. Okay, first off, uh, have you ever heard, and I'd, I'd be interested to know if you've heard this, if you just raise your hand, some of these are very old sayings. Somehow we've missed this in our society. And, and as we're emphasizing love tonight, uh, being a Valentine's Day, uh, it's, I think it's important to grasp what we're talking about. Here's a statement made. Loving you never was an option. It was a necessity. Anybody ever heard that? Okay. That was done by Truth DeVore, and he was uh, an Australian author. He was a writer. And that made some public uh, awareness with that statement. Um, I will love you truly forever and a day. You've heard that? Anybody take a guess on who that was? Pete William Rose Benet. Uh, I'm sorry, I said Pete, I meant poet. William Rose Benet. And he also was a, an author. Okay, how about this one? The best proof of love is trust. No? That was Joyce Brothers, and she's a psychologist. Okay? If I know what love is, it is because of you. I've actually heard that before. Nancy wasn't referring to me. My wife wasn't, but uh, just making that clear. Um, you ever heard that before? It was, it was stated by Hermann Hesse in the 1800s, and he was a Swiss-German poet, and his words just permeated throughout Europe. Now, these sayings bring us uh, a worldly perspective of love. However, when applied with scriptural uh, influence, these statements contain more meaning to a scriptural and eternal perspective. And that's what I want us to try to, to, to highlight tonight. Uh, with that, we see representation by John the Apostle, and translated um, from um, Hebrew into Koine Greek, uh, but he spoke in Hebrew. And this brings great understanding to us about what true love is about. In John 15, 13, it says, does anybody recall that off the top of their head? And you don't have to say it out loud. You can just say, yeah, I know what it is. I know this. I've seen this over and over and over, and um, I'm surprised it just didn't click me. Greater man, or greater love has, has no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. True love. Okay? Now think of the context here. That's found in John 15, 13, and that's actually a good verse to, to underline. Uh, dear friends, let us love one another, for, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love for us. He sent his only son into the world that, he might, that we might live through him. So that's found, and anybody can help me out? Okay, you got it, First John 4. And by the way, underline that verse in your Bible. That's something to have foundationally sound in your mind. Okay, these, mentions are, are, these verses are mentioned to bring context to the subject of Valentine's in today's brief study. There are several accounts that indicate that Valentine's Day was recognized and initiated after the actions of a saint who refused to deny Christ by order of the emperor Calusius in AD 269. Now, the results of this action of love for his Lord and Savior ended up in his death. And you'll never guess what day that occurred on, February 14th. 
Okay, so in the beginning of the third century, this is when this uh, happened. Would anybody care to share his name? And we know what his name is now is, is, is uh, Valentine. And because of his um, uh, responsibility in his vocation, he was considered a saint. And so today, we celebrate that meaning from uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago to today, St. Valentine's Day, with no recollection of what the meaning of this is. And not just like America, we, we, we spend millions of dollars on a holiday, we don't even know what it means. And we do that every year. Um, this holiday represents the special love that he showed, love unto death, and yes, by the way, and by the way, he was that saint. The uh, overall projection of thought is this, with St. Valentine carried through many centuries by the love he represented and died for. And I want you to think of that. He could have changed his mind to avoid the death sentence. But because of his great love, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm staying the course. And he, I'm willing to die for it. That's the love that I have, and that's the love I'm going to portray. So do, uh, do some research on this on your own time, and, and I think you'll find it very interesting to, to look at some of the other details in this. Uh, I simply want to make some of the uh, representations made that's associated with his name. Since we're here on the day of, of this, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, no, happy Valentine's Day. Okay, what motivated him during the history was his love for Christ and his willingness to stand and give his testimony of love for him. How come that isn't displayed much anymore? It used to be. We also have a small insight into the saint's love that he would die and not deny. And that's, that's a, that was a quip that I said, man, I've got to memorize that. that. That has profound statement there. So you may be thinking, hmm, what, what's going on here? What about the heart, uh, the sweetness that we partake of, the feeling that is exhibited? If I may quote from a famous storyteller, Paul Harvey, well, here's the rest of the story. Okay, today we associate Valentine's Day with love, sweetness, and we celebrate by giving a small appreciation or enjoyment gift as an expression of love to very special loved ones carried on in a tradition through many, many centuries. As we enjoy this special time of recognizing what this love is, I want us to try to refocus this evening of what significance love actually demonstrates. Let's think about this. Okay. Uh, I, like, I would like for us to refocus now to the celebration of love and its purposeful meaning as defined through what a man did for us 2,000 years ago. This man, who is God's son, came into the world but was not received. He did this, but this did not stop his love when he was denied. From the Bible, we see the true definition of love and the essence of God's character and the defining quality of Christ's selfless life, giving relationship with humanity. Now, in Hebrew, several word, words define specific, meaningful, caring love. I'm going to try to cover those here. Because of our time frame, let's take into context that the Romans spoke Greek, even though they had their own language. Uh, the Greek was uh, a language of importance because of its philosophy and some other things. So a lot of the literary things were written in Greek. And the Jews obviously spoke Hebrew, but their language is eventually uh, translated into Greek as well. 
Although Christ spoke Hebrew as, uh, as, as he was born a Jew, he was raised as one, but likely was familiar with the Greek culture, the Greek language. And in context of our study, we understand that the New Testament was translated from the Koine Greek, and it was written in scrolls, which is the closest original writing we have today, and that's what we're referring to. Remember that Israel was a Jewish colony of Rome. The Greeks were known for studying and making intellectual discourse. Now, I think this is important to mention because as Christ's words were recorded, it was later translated into English language from the earliest translations. It was carefully uh, exegeted, and it was carefully translated. So it's important to have right context whenever we're, we're looking at this. So as we look at this love, here are some significant words relating to love to help us understand the context and meaning. Remember, this was a translation spoken Hebrew, but translated into, uh, from the Koine Greek into what our language, uh, English language is today. And that word is the word love, okay? Now, don't lose sight of the heart that I, that I mentioned to you. The two ventricles there in red and the representation of the blood because we have lost all interest in that, the true meaning of that. It's just, uh, it, it just an indication of, oh, it's a symbol of love. It's more than that. Uh, remember that the translation spoken in Hebrew but was translated from Koine Greek and it's very close to our English translation as we go. The, this is the word love. And this is the first word I want you to think about. And it's the word hesed. Now, it's spelled with a K, K-H-E-S-E-D. Take, uh, take uh, time to look these up on your own. Hesed, it's, this is called a loyal love. Uh, the Romans had taken the K off, off, off of the uh, uh, original language, and it's just the word hesed, H-E-S-E-D. And uh, they wanted to make it their word, and it has the meaning of kindness or love for people. Now, we're putting this into a, a, a bowl here of defining Valentine's Day. What are we mixing up here, okay? Um, and it's just a kindness and love between, between people, first word. Then we have ahava, not aha, it's ahava. And you know what that is? I know what my wife was going to say. It's some hand cleaner that, uh, no, it's ah. Yeah, for Israel, they have that. Uh, this means um, affectionate, caring love, okay? Now, have we ever thought of love being defined in the, all these different ways here? Hang on. Huh? Okay, this meaning to love is ahava, ahava you, uh, if I was a Jewish American. In, in other words, it's the, it's the actual word of love. Love, affectionate, caring love. Okay, now here's one I think you may have uh, trouble with, and this one is agape. Thank you very much. I said that because I thought you would all grab that right away. The word agape. And how, how often have we heard this in our culture? I heard it from many, many years. I've heard this more described in love than any other word I've, I've mentioned here. This is indicated of divine and selfless love, agape love. So as we're looking at this and the celebration we have today, we don't put this in context because of, of our, um, our societal uh, norms and, and what comes down to us. We don't really seek out these things. We just follow it. 
fatherly love for humans with reciprocating love for God is what uh, we're being representing here. Scriptures ranks this as the highest form of love. This was demonstrated by our Savior in his love for his Father and his love for mankind. Um, 1 John 3.16. A lot of us are very familiar with John 3.16, which is a very powerful love verse. But 1 John 3.16. By this we know that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for a brother. Brotherly love in this sense. Uh, Do we see that in in our society? Um, It's amazing how far we've detoured from from true definitions of of, of what we once stood for. The significant application is obedience to the end, okay? Our last word here is phileai, and it's it's a strong, close feeling of attraction, being warm and affectionate, and devoted to our brothers and sisters in the Lord. It's more of a, of a, hey, we're, we're buds, or hey, we're good, good friends. Unlike the love, hey, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Okay, um, Romans 12.10 says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Okay, now we're putting this into a big, a big bowl here as we're, as we're thinking and defining where we're at today. All these project love that can be discerned and acted upon in the forms of relationships. And all different, but all focused on putting others first before one's self. Serving the interests of others instead of one's self. Uh, I, I unfortunately see such a uh, oriented society to, to self uh, and I've seen it uh, in my age. I mean, I just, I, as, at my age now, I can recognize how it used to be and where we're at now, and it's, we're on two different spectrums in our, in our culture. Uh, all these project love that can be discerned and acted upon in the forms of relationships, all different, but all focused on putting others first before oneself. Serving the interest of others instead of oneself. Uh, in the Old Testament, Moses' instruction was to obey God. Do you remember how he was to obey God? With all his heart, soul, and mind. Got it. And the emphasis on this is is heart being Valentine's Day. All your heart. And when you say to your spouse or you say to your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, I love you with all my heart. What do you mean by that? Oh, that's just a good little feeling. Or, hey, I'd do anything for you to protect you, to care for you, to show you that this love is real. And uh, that's the, the emphasis of what d- defining is here. Um, all these project love that can be discerned and act on in the forms of relationships. Uh, we have uh, the phileo love, which is more of a, eh, a buddy type one and the agape love, which is the pure, unadulterated um, love that is, um, cannot be separated. Uh, Romans, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, all difficult, but all focused on putting others first before oneself. Uh, we are at the point where we need to serve the interests of others instead of ourselves. 
as I mentioned here, we talked about Moses in the Old Testament. Moses' um, heart and soul, do you remember what, what the, the scripture said about that? He was the most humble man on the earth. Excuse me? Yes, and, and his love was to follow God through any circumstance. Unfortunately, you know, as, as he's human, sometimes eyes get taken away from our focus on the Lord, and then what happens? We, we have a separation. Uh, the love stays focused. That's where we have to, to not uh, worry in our, our, our view of things. We have to stay focused on that love. Uh, if we do not stay focused on it, there's a, there's a term for that, and it's called infidelity. And when we're unfaithful to the Lord, we miss out on his greatness, his graciousness, and his forgiveness. And so we, I, that's what I want us to be thinking about this as well as we think about Valentine's. Do uh, you remember um, Jonathan with David in the Old Testament? Do you remember the love that David had for Jonathan. I, I, I just, I don't know anywhere else in scripture of that reference being to just a friend, that love that was represented there. Um, the New Testament, God has so loved the world by giving his son, so those who believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. This is the most quoted verse, but also the most ignored isn't that something? We hear this often. Um, back in the 60s, we had that verse uh, before a court ruling made us take it down. My teacher had that up on, a, on a, above the chalkboard. And this was in school. And that was a foundational principle that was founded there. And at that time, the biggest troublemakers, when, when these things were, were, were brought uh, forth and shown, Man, you got caught with chewing gum. Man, you're in deep trouble. Now it's battery, drugs, all kinds of terrible things because that has been removed. God's word has been removed from teaching kids. Okay, New Testament. God so loved the world by giving his son that so those who believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. The most quoted verse ever, I'm repeating this, but unfortunately most ignored. There are many stories told in Scripture about love and true definition. First, the love chapter. We know where that is? I hear this person over here quoting everything I'm saying. No, you're great. I, I'm impressed. No, I'm, you keep it coming because nobody else is saying anything. I, I feel like I'm getting some feedback. It is. First Corinthians 13. If you've never read it, read it tonight. At Valentine's Day. Read it to your wife. Read it to your husband. As we know, this is the love chapter. And we want to Take the time to read this and not just rush through it, because in this defines what love is and, and our perspective of how we should live our life in love. Well, what are the, some of the, the characteristics described uh, for having love? Uh, here's a, if I'm granted the gift of speaking to anyone in a heartwarming way in their language, but do not have love, then what am I? A, a gong? A symbol, hmm, making loud noise with no rhythm. The same as, talk, as talking to talk but not walking the walk. We're just making noise. Okay, First John 4. I'm, I'm throwing a lot of verses here your way, but I, I want you to grasp because I think God's word is more powerful than what I can say. 
and, and this is in his um, revealed word to us. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love God has shown for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. It's, it, our love expressed, if I just love somebody and they don't love me back, is my love going to stay loving in that capacity? Or do we tend as humans to say, I'm moving on. I want to find somebody that loves me. God says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm not going to leave. Okay? Um, as, I've, as I've said, uh, you know, the, well, uh, let me move on here. What are some of the, some of the char- uh, characteristics described for having love? If I'm granted the gift of speaking to anyone in a heartwarming way in their language but do not have love, what am I? A gong or a cymbal making loud noise with no rhythm. Think about that. The same as talking to talk but not walking to walk, just making noise. 1 John 4, 15 and 16 says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love God has for us. Why? God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. So in summing up this perspective, the act demonstrated through pure love is this. Putting others before oneself, serving the interest uh, interest and well-being of another, now, have we captured yet the symbol and meaning of true love? The heart with a symbol and the love with action. Finally, ah, let's look at the greatest example of this in history. And I think you're waiting for this. As we've described love in many ways, let's incorporate this into actionable demonstrations of true love. Okay, we have this man. He was born in a family with little means. He was first born, raised in a home where righteousness was taught. As you think about this, you may be thinking of a neighbor or somebody near you. He continued in his life being taught as a child, but was marveled by many who saw his knowledge and appreciation and application of it. Desired to please his heavenly father above all else as he was growing up. This God's son developing his character through his right relationships, studying the word, spoke the word, made the word, and yes, because he was the word, displayed his emotions in a righteous way of setting forth examples of his passion. He developed relationships with close men whom he trusted, even though one would betray him, obedient to his father, who is our father, even to the point of death. That, ladies and gentlemen, is true love. Even one of his closest friends who saw his life betrayed him. All this to say what love truly is. Pardon me here. Didn't mean to get that emotional with that. It does bring emotion to me when I read that. Okay, now as we speak about this, as we speak about this, this special holiday, 
And yeah, most of the day is gone. It's past, right? May we reflect on Christ and what he did and on us being like him, Christ-like. May we be an example of what love is. We may be disliked for who we believe in. And that's, by the way, is a capital W for who. We may be ridiculed because of faith in Christ or, or and. We may be threatened. Yes, that day's coming when we might be threatened for our faith. It's, a, it's, it's, it's on its way. Are you, am I, ready to be that valentine? A symbol of love recognized by the world of our faith and love in and through Jesus our Savior. In other words, will we stand to declare our love for Christ even after we are hated or disliked for who we are and who we believe in? Jesus did that. He did just that. Will we for him? Now, the greatest love of all was through his suffering, his agony and death on the cross, the truest love displayed when he took our blame for what he did not do. Suffering as a sacrifice the ultimate sacrifice because he was the ultimate lamb of God. And then his resurrecting spirit now to bring the perfect love to us, to humanity that doesn't love him. Yeah, that's what love is. Happy Valentine's Day, Jesus. Happy Valentine's Day to you. May we take and make this day a very special day from this day forthcoming. Remembering that this day, calling it Valentine's, which brings us back to the original truth and meaning of what true love really is. Representing in him, in Christ, for what he has done for me, what he's done for us. May we pray.